Recently, we've done a lot of practical podcasts. Really, really helpful stuff. And I would encourage you to go check those out. But right now, what I want to do is I want to take a minute to almost tug on those heartstrings. And no, I'm not necessarily saying let's get all emotional and grab a tissue. No, I don't mean that. I mean, I want to really challenge you with your inner being. Today's episode, we are going to be talking about are you unique enough? Am I unique enough? As an entrepreneur, this is something that we struggle with all the time. Finding out, are we unique enough in our industry? Do we stand out enough? Are we doing a good enough job sharing who we are so that we can be appealing to our ideal customer? If you find yourself in a situation where you can ask that question and you believe, yes, I am unique enough or no, I'm not unique enough, I would challenge you to think that there is definitely more that you can do to share about yourself. Entrepreneurs shouldn't be stuck. It's unnecessary, it's frustrating, and unfortunately, it's where most of us end up landing. Your business should serve you, your dreams, and the future you set out to create. So let's destroy the myth that you have to work 60, 80, or 120 hours a week in order to make your dreams a reality. I'm Jay. And I'm India. This is the Marketing Breakthrough Podcast. Let's Let's get get to it. it. I think the most important thing to remember is that if you're asking, am I unique enough? There are probably things that you can do to improve the story that is being told and the narrative that is being spoken. However, to answer your question, yes, you are unique enough. Because even if you do something similar to somebody else down the street, even if you are a coffee shop owner and there's another coffee shop three doors down, we'll go with the band reference, (laughs) you can still sell coffee to your customers. They can serve coffee to their customers and you can be completely fine. Are you unique enough? Absolutely. But to challenge that thought, to really flip it around, let's change the question. Am I marketing myself uniquely enough? When it comes to marketing, if you ask yourself that question, is my business unique enough? Am I sharing? Am I marketing my business uniquely enough? The answer isn't always a firm 100% yes. I believe that everyone has room for improvement, but a lot of it comes down to how much we're willing to be vulnerable with, how much we are willing to share, honestly, about ourselves in our business. Maybe you sell coffee, but you didn't realize that you're not only marketing coffee, you're also marketing yourself as the owner, as the entrepreneur, as this designer of this business. And another way to look at this is exchange the word unique for authentic. Because it's not that you don't have a unique story, because everybody has a unique story. And one of my mentors said, I believe that you can make a business out of anybody's story, which I think is absolutely true. But in order to get into the heart of that story, you have to be authentic and you have to be willing to go deep and vulnerable enough to open that up and allow people to connect with that story. Think of it this way. You're walking out of the grocery store and a little girl walks up to you and says, I'm selling a candy bar. 
But another little girl walks up to you at the same time and says, I'm selling a candy bar and the proceeds are going to go to help my grandmother who's really, really sick right now. She's in the hospital and she's really struggling, but we're trying so hard to raise this money for her to help cover her bills so she doesn't have to deal with the stress too. When you hear that whole story, don't you feel the need to give the money to pay for that candy bar from the little girl with the sick grandma? Naturally, we all do. It's not a manipulative tactic. I mean, yes, of course, there can be manipulative sales tactics. I'm not saying that that doesn't exist. But I'm saying in this example, in this specific example, the sale that has the story attached to it is the one that will win. Think of a product that the majority of people consume, coffee. So when you look at different coffee companies, a lot of times people connect with the stories. And we have so many different roasts now or actually beer is a great example of this. We have so many different microbrews, and the story that we're connecting with is that of the brewery or the roastery that is selling something that means something to us. And so I know that I will go around and I will go to different grocery stores and different coffee shops and different breweries, and I will find something that I connect with. And on the level of beer, maybe it's a can. Maybe it's a very artistic can. Maybe it's a can that has a description that makes me laugh. Maybe it's something that just has a name that inspires me. On coffee, maybe it's a coffee company that talks about something that I was not aware of before, that has something beneficial that the proceeds are going for, that again, makes me laugh, that brings me connection. Or maybe it's somebody that I know the owner of, that I have a deep connection with who created this, who founded this, whose story it was that started and inspired this. Thinking about your business, what story are you telling? Whether it's for an individual product or for their overall business as a whole, what story is attached to it? Are you sharing enough of it? I had this amazing conversation with someone recently, and she was really struggling with how her business was being run. She was really struggling with, is she interested in continuing on? What is she going to do? Things kind of have to change. Just kind of feeling in that stuck place. And I've been there. It's a pretty challenging spot to be in. It can feel really discouraging and you don't know what you're going to do next. But as we continue talking, what I heard was that something was missing. She was talking a lot about her business and a lot about her product. But I consistently said, where are you in this story? I don't feel like I'm hearing a lot from you. And even if she's listening to this right now, I've loved the progress that she's made. I've loved seeing everything change because as soon as she started opening up, She started being vulnerable. She started sharing more of herself. I have seen a big, significant change in the engagement, just even in her social media posts. It's been fantastic to watch. I've seen a change in fulfillment. I have seen growth come out of her business. It's been wonderful. All of it having to do with her willingness to be vulnerable and share more about who she is and how that fits in with the products that she sells. And there's something incredible that happens when we can be unique and authentic and vulnerable in our business. One, there's the side of, okay, we could lose business. So there's like the the balancing act and the, I would say the inner battle that goes between of 
we could lose business because of this, because I'm being too vulnerable. There's the other side where people could more deeply connect with you than ever before. And it's a tough place to be in. And I would argue that if you're sitting on that fence right now, if you're standing on that fence, go the side of authentic. Go the side of real Mm -hmm. and vulnerable. Because that's what people want. People want to know the brand that they're buying from. People are pretty much done with the faceless corporation and they want to work with people who are real. On the other side of that is fulfillment. And you have the fulfillment that comes from being authentic, from being real. Now, I remember in, I think it was seventh grade, when I came home and I had been out with friends, hanging out with somebody, and I just remember being 100% completely exhausted and wondering why I was so exhausted. And for some reason, even as a seventh grader, I had this idea and this ability to like look back at the way that I was acting, and I realized that I had been like wearing this mask. I had been a completely different person mm. um, than I actually was, and I realized that I was trying to be you know, somebody that I wasn't in these situations and around these people. And I decided that I was done trying to pretend to be somebody else. And I, you know, looking back, I was in seventh grade, so I was probably trying to be cool and impress girls (laughs) and, you know, whatever the case may be. He Um, hadn't met me yet. Of course not. I I was just (laughs) trying to be awesome until then. The amount of fulfillment that comes from or energy, rather, that comes from being who you are and not trying to hide anymore. And actually on this, I have a friend who's a very, very high-level business coach and works with people. And the other day he posted a photo of him wearing his bathrobe. And he told this story about when he first became an entrepreneur and how he would wear his robe. He's like the first day of my of being an entrepreneur. Like I wore these clothes and I was like, I can't actually wear a robe for the day to work in at home, can I? And then anyway, as time went on, he would like wear this robe and then he would change into real clothes as he would get onto Zoom calls and all this and he would do his coaching that way. But then... He got to a certain point where he realized, no, what, could I actually wear my robe? Like, would people think less of me? Or maybe I would connect with more people. Maybe I could make more money by being me. And that's exactly what happened. He ended up choosing to wear his robe. Like, I see so many pictures of him taking a selfie with his robe on. Like, I saw one just the other day and I was like, go you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, he rocks it. So he's been wearing for years for Zoom calls, coaching calls, everything, he is so real and so authentic because that's who he is, because Mm -hmm. he has decided to own it. It should be a requirement for an entrepreneur not to take themselves too seriously. I want to challenge you listeners on this because there is this point where you think, especially the women, you will think, oh, I can't be truly myself. I can't let my kids make noise in the background of a Zoom call. I have to look a certain way. I have to present myself a certain way. And I'm not saying men don't have this problem too, because I I can't say that. That's not, it is not a hard and fast rule. But I have to acknowledge that there is something about feeling like we have to present ourselves in a certain way and look super serious and be this ultimate professional business person. And this is how we're going to be when really 
being our authentic, ridiculous, crazy, silly, robe-wearing selves becomes something more of a selling point. It helps other people relate with you. They think, oh, that's a regular dude. I want to buy from that guy. And that's what makes it magical. Absolutely magical. For a long time in the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey, I would not wear my hat backwards if I was talking to anybody. And I would wear a button-down shirt, and it was just, it wasn't me. Like, I was never dressing in something that wasn't authentic and something that wasn't real to me. But the way that I would change outfits, similar to my friend who decided to wear a robe, was, like, I would just change outfits to address the situation or the conversation that I was a part of. And I would flip my hat around depending on the setting that I was in. I would wear different clothes depending on the setting that I was in. And it was to try and gain respect. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it just wasn't me. It didn't fit. It didn't. I might have gained some respect from maybe older entrepreneurs that I was talking to. I might have gained some respect from different people here and there. But ultimately, what I found was that I was compromising so many things about myself in a very small way, just baby steps here and there, that I got to a point where I kind of stopped recognizing myself and certain people no longer recognized me because I wasn't real. Something as simple as a hat is really a symptom of a bigger problem. And it all comes back to insecurity. It comes back to imposter syndrome, things that every entrepreneur deals with every single day. If you find yourself in these situations, if you find yourself thinking, looking at yourself in the mirror, thinking, oh, I just have to look a certain way. I've got to fit in in this, in this meeting that's coming up. I've got to make sure that I use the right words, that I communicate this in the most professional way possible. A lot of that comes from the fact that we as human beings are insecure. We are afraid of letting out our normal, regular selves. Jay, what do you wear now to your meetings? A lot of times I just wear jeans and a t-shirt and a hat. Mm -hmm. And I don't worry about it too much because if people really aren't interested in working with me, then that's okay. And and I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. But I think this comes back to, if we bring this all back to business, yes, you have the authenticity, you have the uniqueness, you have you. If you are more clear about what you offer, you are more clear about who you serve, your ideal client, if you are more clear about your your branding, your language, if you are more clear about your offer as a whole, if you are more clear about what you sell, about your business, it will come easier to be more authentic. Mm -hmm. And people will be more attracted to you, more drawn to you, and I believe ultimately your business will boom as a result of it. So I want to leave you with this. What is it that you are afraid of sharing? What is it that you're holding on to so tightly because you just don't know what people are going to think? You're afraid the customers will disappear somehow. You're afraid that the money won't come in. What is it about yourself or your story or your dreams that you don't want to share, that's holding you back. And then even beyond 
what is it? Ask yourself why it is such a hurdle to be able to share that. Why are you being held back? Why are you holding back from sharing that information? Your story is the most unique thing that you own. Are you unique enough? Absolutely. Are you authentic enough? I don't know. That's the bigger question. Are you unique enough? Absolutely. You are so unique because you are you. Are you authentic? Because the authenticity is what separates you. If you are a graphic designer, what separates you from the other graphic designer down the street is how authentic you are. What separates you if you are a coffee shop owner from the other barista down the street, the other entrepreneur down the street that serves coffee, is how authentic are you. What separates you as a convenience store is, in some ways, how authentic are you. In some ways, you know, it, you might think it doesn't matter as much, but people connect with the person behind the counter. People connect with the owner. How unique are you as a restaurant? How unique are you as a coach? When it comes to a coach, you have to be unique. You have to be authentic. You already have the unique part covered. You have to be authentic. And so if you are a coach and you're feeling like you are not getting the number of clients that you want, I would challenge you to think about how authentic you actually are come across? How authentic are you being? And then who is your ideal customer? And then how is your branding language? How is your copy being read and coming across? But it all comes back to being authentic, being unique. Tell that story, be real, be yourself and connect with your people on a deeper level than you ever have before. Marketing Breakthrough is a community of entrepreneurs with a vision of creating meaningful, sustainable businesses that allow freedom, fun, and adventure in their lives. Time is the only resource you can't get more of, so we believe in finding a way to achieve our entrepreneurial dreams with freedom in mind. We've designed this resource hub of tools, tricks, and techniques to grow your business and live the life that you set out to create.